0: Welcome to Wine and Cheese. I'm Maddie. And I'm Charlotte. And today we are having Blanche de Chambly by Unibrew, which is a craft beer from Canada. We had it back a couple years ago. Yeah, how many years ago has it been? I want to say at least three. It was three. Yeah. Right, because Jonas wasn't around. No, he was around. He was a baby. Oh, was that the music festival year? Yeah. Did Joshua come with us that year? Yes. Where was Josh? Was he, did he go to Unibrew with us? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he I was there remember. with you. I don't remember yeah. Josh at Unibrew. Josh and you met us there. We went to Quebec first and then we met you guys in Montreal. We should that, do that, again. that was, a lot that of was fun. so much fun. We went to this brewery and Unibrew is a pretty popular brewery, but we've not seen this particular beer here, here in the States. So we found it at the local shop right of all places. Mm-hmm. And we we're super excited. Oh, it's so good. Picked it up. It's five percent at ABV, and it's just as good as I remember it. It's very it's light, cold. but fresh, and it's just... Especially when, like, really cold. Yes. On a very hot summer day, like it was today, it was so refreshing. I, like, killed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I gotta go back to the shop, right, and pick <laughs> up the other six-packs that they have there. But, yeah, it's Blanche de Chambly by Unibrew Brewery, and I will post the link in the show notes. So, we're still doing our Sex in the City recaps. Yes. episode two so what did you think about it this one was um what were they called God, we never We never. <laughs> We're like the worst show notes oh podcasters. We don't have our show notes together. Models and Mortals. Mm-hmm. That's what the title of the episode was. Do you want to give us a quick recap? Like a little quick synopsis? So this episode was focused on a creature that specifically dwells in the tri-state area, mm-hmm. but found more focally in New York City. And mm-hmm. that creature is called The Modelizer <laughs> <laughs> and the- That person only dates models. They only sleep with models. They're obsessed with models. If you're not on some sort of advertisement, video, whatever, they're not interested in sleeping with you. (laughs) Exactly. And the way that came about was that Miranda went on this fabulous date with this guy. It looked like a great date. It looked like a great date. He brought her over to friends on the first date. Yeah. And, like, she hit it off so great with them. She was witty. She was smart. And then You know the guys Went to do their thing And then like the girls Had a quick moment up in the kitchen Had a quick moment In the kitchen Anyway they spilled the beans that they had given him the guy that she went on the date with an ultimatum. Yes, because he was constantly bringing models to these gatherings who didn't interact, who didn't with interact the conversation, who weren't very intelligent. I know that's a stereotype, but still, they weren't very intelligent. They weren't very fun to talk to. So they gave him an ultimatum that he mm-hmm. had to bring someone, yeah, normal to the party (laughs) i.e. Miranda and so when she found this out she like was devastated yes yes you know how would you feel like have you been oh yeah like I'd be like wait so am I the pity date (laughs) (laughs) and here I thought you were my pity date Yeah, like, have you ever dated someone where, like, you find out their ex was a lot more attractive than you? Yeah. And then, yeah. like, how did that make you feel? Like, why are they with me? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Questions everything. If you thought you were insecure before, well, you really are now. Clearly, they're dating you for something other than your looks. So. That still doesn't make you feel great. No, it like she make said, you great. she felt like she was an intellectual beard for him. <laughs> That actually, like, describes her to a T. (laughs) Like, the friend you bring when you need to bring a smart friend around. Oh, God. Like, I get Miranda. Like, I've always been the smart girl. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's a positive thing. But, like, sometimes you want to be just the pretty girl. Like, the attractive girl, I guess. There was, like, a one scene where he's like, you know, sometimes I'm busy. I'm exhausted. My friends make fun of me. You know, I have no life. And then he goes, then I wake up and think... I'm fucking a model. (laughs) Who cares? Like, who cares? So, that is happening in Miranda's world. What is happening in Carrie's world? Well, she hears of Miranda's date. Uh Uh-huh. And she says, oh, modelizers are the worst. I have a friend who's a modelizer. Let me get some more information as to why men- These guys. These certain breed of men only date modelizers. So, then he, she continues to, like, talk to this one guy, a friend, named Barkley. He's, like, an artist, blah, blah. The next scene is at a runway where she then sees Samantha. Wait, but we didn't get into the whole, like, is his name Barkley? or we Yeah, Barkley. Yeah. Okay. He shows her this collection that he has. Oh, yeah. This, this piece that he's so proud of. It's a bunch of TV sets. Like a video installation. Yeah, them. it's like a video art, artistic installation. And basically, it's footage of him sleeping with all these models models exclusively from the city so we realize that he's a, a modelizer and then then they go to the runway show then they go to the runway show where she's um, watching a runway show with Samantha and guess who's there Barkley and he's <laughs> like are we gonna go to the party afterward and she's like yeah Samantha sees Barkley and is like ooh okay how you doing and she hears that he only sleeps with models so that makes her even For more that's a challenge.
1: Because <laughs> although although
0: she is not a model, she feels very confidently about her She thinks that she as she's just as good looking as a model. So can you imagine being as confident as Samantha? <laughs> Imagine what that would feel like I'd feel overwhelmed like I don't know what to do with myself I don't know <laughs> I don't know but you know more power to her so she that was her ultimate miss- yeah. mission to get Barclays into bed mm-hmm. and to get to be a part of this video installation yeah she wanted to be has. a part of the art piece the model art piece <laughs> <laughs> at the runway show they're there to support, is it, Stan, oh, my God, what's his name? Stanford. 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 I'm like, was it Stanley? Oh, no, it's Stanford. It's Stanford. Her gay friend who is a manager to yeah, a model. Like an agent, yeah. He's an agent to a model, Derek, who, by the way, I gorgeous. think he's gorgeous. Yeah. A little on the skinny side, but yeah. his face is beautiful. He's right up your alley. Yeah. For sure. He really is. <laughs> Tall, dark and handsome. Stanford has his eyes on Derek even though that's his client. He has this low-key crush on him. They're <laughs> just going to be so successful. <laughs> You're <just> a star. <laughs> Stanford's Derek They invite Carrie and Samantha yeah. to this after-party after the runway show mm-hmm. and at this after party, big happens to be there. Like he is yeah, throughout the always. whole series. He all always- like New York isn't huge. He happens to be there. Runs into Carrie, and they start chit chatting a little bit about modelizers. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, he too is a modelizer. He too is a modelizer. He is there with actually a woman of color, yes. which A actually- beautiful woman of color who happens to be a model. And I was shocked because we made the comment before that there wasn't too many people of color. And I still stand by that yeah. because there really wasn't any main characters. I don't that even think that was this, a rare sighting. And I don't even think she had more than one line. No, really, she was just uh, Carrie was like, "Oh, you did great in the show," and she was like, "Thank, Thank you." <laughs> and that was it. But big dated, you know, a woman of color, which I thought was pretty cool. He left with his date mm-hmm. and Carrie ended up leaving. How did that happen? So she was like, okay, it's late. I'm going home. Like, I'm done with being around all these goddamn modelizers. And who catches her right as she's entering her cab is Derek, Stanford's star client. Stanford's Derek, who is a hottie. So he ends up taking the cab with her. Does Carrie invite him over to her place? No, or he, does he invite himself? He kind of invites himself. She's like, I'm just going home, and he's like, Great, let's go. So she left with him. I was so excited for her, but they don't actually they do, don't anything. do anything. It turns out he was just really lonely. He just wanted to kind of cuddle and he talk to someone. He wanted to, to come water. down from heaven and see how the mere mortals live. Yeah, <laughs> he said it's very lonely, and he to- wants to be. He wants to move back to Iowa to be a police officer and have a family. Yeah, It's one goddamn sexy <laughs> <of> police <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that Stanford calls Carrie mm-hmm. and he was, was like, Do you happen to know where Derek went? <laughs> And then she's like, "You wouldn't believe." At first, he was a little shocked, but Carrie wouldn't do him that way. No. Would she though? Yes, Derek, she would. would. <laughs> yeah, she, yes, she would. If he absolutely wanted to so sleep Stan- with her. Stanford holds out hope that Derek is gay yeah. after all because <laughs> he it? didn't sleep with Carrie. I don't think he's gay. No, I didn't get that impression. Stanford and his—he's a sweetie. Yeah. What happened to Charlotte in this episode? I'm trying to think what her storyline was. Obviously not a very memorable one because i don't remember do we see her at all? yeah we have to see her we see her at one point where they're talking about like things they hate about their body but she didn't have any major parts in this episode samantha goes back to the apartment with barkley Mm -hmm. ends up having sex What about Miranda? Did we see the end of what happens to her? But let's finish Samantha. She goes back to Barclay's apartment, and he didn't want to... She asked. Yeah, they were having sex, and she was like, so where's the camera? She asked about the camera, and he was like, no, that that's just... That's not for... That's (laughs) just for models, That's just for (laughs) models. But, like, how does she convince him to... She was like, um... I'll make it worth your while. she was just (laughs) like... Um, I'd be okay with it, or you know, yeah. she says something like that, and he was like, "Oh, okay, sure." And then they ended up doing it, and she loved it. She loved the fact she that she was an on exhibitionist camera. <laughs> always, and that's about it. I don't. Happened with Charlotte. Oh, and Miranda. Miranda ends up running into Skipper like towards the end of the episode. I think he was like, "Why didn't you call me?" Yeah, she was dodging his calls. And I then know. I don't know exactly what happened there, but he did call her Luminous. Yeah, <laughs> that is such a like interesting word. It's so nice. That though. would be awesome. I've never heard that word used to describe Nobody's a woman. Called me, Luminous. <laughs> <laughs> That did, that sealed the deal. Miranda was feeling pretty and she ended up sleeping with Skipper, we're to assume, because she invited him over to her apartment. Without the cereal. Without (laughs) Without his Captain Crunch. And I think that's how the episode ended pretty much. I don't think, you know, it wasn't like the most action packed episode. It was another introduction into our characters Mm -hmm. and more character development. Any thoughts on this episode about? I'm not interested in sleeping with a modelizer. (laughs) (laughs) What about a male modelizer? bottle no either no i don't want to sleep with a no. really ridiculously good-looking guy no, i don't i have no interest i have done that i want to say at least twice Once in my adult life, once in my like high school life, both times it was very unsatisfactory. It was nothing to write home about at all. I mean, I've heard that, like, I guess it's because they're so good looking that they just don't feel the need to try very hard because there's always going to be someone, you know, like you get so much attention, so you get jaded from the attention. Yeah. I didn't feel like they were being a selfish lover. I just felt like we wanted different things in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. I think some guys, when they they have sex, they really just want to recreate a porn scene. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for women, at least for me, it's more of a psychological thing. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be inside your head, you to be inside my head. Like, I want, you know, that kind of... Because it... That Connectivity. Does, yeah, that does it for me. But I'm saying maybe, like, a ridiculously good-looking person sleeping with a mere mortal, like... <laughs> Doesn't feel like they want to connect. You, I'll tell you who I which really good looking guy I would sleep with. Like I would sleep with an Al Seed or a Jason Momoa mm. any day. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. So Jason Momoa, Al Seed, and like after watching the Black Mirror episode Ooh. yesterday, John Ham, oh, John He's Hamm, gorgeous. yes, gorgeous. I'm like, how did I forget that he was such a he like is. daddy? He's just like a good looking like everyday guy, like somebody that you probably see at like your son's soccer game, and you're like. Damn, hey, you Daddy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. Any closing thoughts on the girls or where they're heading right now like in the story? Not really. I, I, I don't this is give... more ex- exposition than anything. Yeah, I think like I said earlier, I think this is more character development. So we're getting to know who our characters are. Miranda's more of like an intellectual person. She obviously doesn't... People who are attracted to her aren't usually attracted to the physical. It's not because she's not attractive. It's just because she's not a drop-dead gorgeous person, which I identify with, too. Like, mm-hmm. I think I'm maybe not as smart as Miranda, but I'm a Miranda as... You're miranda <laughs> s. I'm Miranda-esque. Exactly. Yeah. So how, who like who do you identify so far the most with? Forget what we know about the rest of the show. I would say it's a toss up between Miranda and Carrie. And Carrie, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's a toss up between them. I feel like Samantha is I don't want to use the word promiscuous. She's very open and liberal about her sexuality and she and I'm just not that kind of a person. Mm-hmm. But then Charlotte's too conservative for she me. Is. Like I she feel like, like Charlotte kind of and romantic. Samantha are the two extremes. Yeah. So far I would say it's a toss up between Carrie and Miranda because they just seem the most middle of the road that's one extreme and charlotte's like a completely other extreme yeah but i think if i had to pick between charlotte and carrie and miranda i think i'm more of a miranda miranda i'm more of a like not a carrie no i don't think so i think carrie is like too stylish oh yeah i mean yeah but she's definitely too stylish but also like in her choice of And maybe the reasoning on why she likes Big. Like, I don't think I've seen myself with somebody like Big. Because Miranda's a little bit cynical. Mm -hmm. I would say out of all the girls, she's got the cynical streak. Yeah, yeah. And a little bitter. So, I don't consider myself to be too cynical or too bitter. But, like, Miranda ends up dating a lot of professionals. I like that. When I'm attracted to somebody, especially for a long-term relationship, I want someone to be, like, intelligent. Yeah, exactly. So, those kind of conversations... conversations are fun and i miranda likes those people too that's it for this one it was a quick quick episode quick podcast Mm -hmm. and then um we'll be back next week with something new cheers